Mario Lima. Ho, 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 ho. Dylan Titus. Oh. I'm feeling very jolly today. Good. Me too. Oh, man. Today is a very, uh, very different uh, Connery Curious episode today. What are we doing today, Dylan? It's a very Connery Curious Christmas. Ooh, triple C. Triple C. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, I thought all those were spelled with K's. Sorry. Ooh, jeez. That's, that, that's a whole different podcast entirely. <laughs> Who knows? That may come into the plot of my story somehow. Oh, man. <laughs> Not not so, the not the KKK directly, but, oh, man. but so I guess let's talk about this. You'll so see. Today, <laughs> today we decide to like we want to do a holiday episode, and uh, we don't we just kind of hang out for like a little bit. And we just, had a couple uh, of ideas. Yeah, one being, uh, I brought this idea to Dylan. We do this on Wrestling's Real. We we did do it a couple times where we took to Chat GBT. And had it write us like a wrestling storyline, like with Hulk Hogan, like in like 2023, and how that would be. And we got a funny result. Uh, so we thought in the Connery Curious universe, we thought it'd be very fun since Connery doesn't really have any Christmas movies. We are having ChatGBT both write us a story. Uh, a Christmas story starring Sean Connery. So we each went to Chat G- uh, ChatGBT. We haven't like read it to each other yet. We we just put our prompts in. We'll reveal what the prompt was first, and then read our story, and we'll <laughs> see who has the most ridiculous story. I'm excited for this. <laughs> uh, and I, I, if I may as well, I had an idea, and we can do that this at the end. I think. Uh, I think we we should just list off the people in our immediate circle who we have gifts to give for, and rather than say the gift we're giving them, we gift them one or two Connery films that fit their personality. Mm, okay. Yeah. I like that idea. Just okay. as a, as a parting gift, we give we give gifts before we go, <laughs> just like Santa. <laughs> Beautiful. So, who should go first with this ChatGPT story? Uh, I I think. Well, okay, you're better versed with it, but I'm complete. Okay, listeners, viewers, as we've started doing video episodes now, I am totally new to ChatGPT. Just introduced to it literally half an hour ago, and I my mind is blown. Um, and it assured me that it is not evil. I asked it if it was evil, and it assured me that it was not. Uh, it is mostly a benevolent um, being. It's insane. It's crazy. But it's 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 a helpful tool, honestly, for content creators and stuff like that. It's great for, <coughs> like, video descriptions, and, like, we've used it for uh, putting together... Um, 
different like uh, like word uh, packages together for like our uh, guests when we have guests on our show. We, like we were able to type out like a nice form for people to fill out, and ChatGPT helped us out with that a bit. Uh, but you can also have a lot of stupid fun with it and make it write ridiculous stories for you. Well, talking about stupid fun, as, as soon as I started using this, I'm like, oh, I'm going to have a conversation with this thing tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to have a deep conversation with this thing tonight. I mean, Ask you think it some about questions it. if it is our new god. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's and we, we've seen it used used with music as well all these ai songs coming out of like michael jackson singing weekend songs and i've been really mm. obsessed with axel rose singing Avenged sevenfold songs for some reason you know this weird stuff mm. like that so that today, anastasia one wasn't wasn't bad i know uh, that's, that's a slash song but but yeah i, th- I thought that was only like fitting hat. one it's it it, it issue to be santa claus yeah so all right so i think so should we flip a coin to see who goes first or i think we should you got a coin i got a i i I found a a pokemon token a pokey token a pokemon so i guess we'll 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 flip his po so what side do you want ente or do you want the pokeball ente or hente or hente (laughs) Um, i'll take ente all right ente Ente, is a cool dog i actually i uh i was playing heart gold heart gold and I caught him recently with a Pokeball. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I, ju- I just caught one, too. It wasn't with a Pokeball. Was it with a Pokeball? I've been trying to. In, in the new Scarlet uh, game, you can, like, there's a section where you have to, like, get these special, like, tokens or treats or whatever to attract certain legendaries. I got Articuno and a bunch of them, and I got Entei, and I was really excited to get Entei. Mm. He's, he's my favorite of the, of the beasts. Mm. But, and maybe uh, it was an ult- uh, maybe it was a great ball or something, but it was definitely not one that had any business catching them because yeah, I, like I, had, I was almost out of them. Yeah, that's. I still the haven't used them, my master ball. I was, I was I was able to get two in, my, in the game I'm in right now. But anyways, so yeah, Ente, you go first. Pokeball, I go first. So okay, flip. we still got to play some more Volt Yellow too. Oh, absolutely! I've been mm. dying to play myself. Oh, we got we got the Pokeball. Pokeball, you're up first. I'm up first. Okay. All right. So first, I'll I'll read to you what I asked ChatGPT to write for me. Okay. Then do you we'll want to share your screen? Uh, I'll, I'm just gonna read it. I think I'm just gonna read it. I don't want okay. you to jump ahead and be like, I want you to be surprised by this story. Okay. There's a lot of twists and turns in this story. Okay. All right. Oh. So I asked ChatGPT to. Write me a Christmas story where Sean Connery saves the North Pole from the evil organization Spectre. He's ha- he's helped by other Sean Connery characters and make it ridiculous and funny. That's all I asked it to do, and it spat out a pretty crazy story. So, I'm assuming you're gonna put like some whimsical Christmas music in behind this or something like that. Oh, I totally can. Let me make all a time. Right. Let me make a, a mark here. All Boom, right. Okay. <laughs> All right, let me take a sip of water. Ooh. And I feel like, hold on, I need to I need to put on a sweatshirt. I'm a little chilly now that I've taken off a liar. <laughs> like, like, I need to be cozy for Christmas. <laughs> put a sweater on. Bring. Connery has to save the North Pole from Spectre with help from other Connery characters. Yes. Connery himself. This is Connery himself. Playing himself always... like Nicolas Cage has done recently. Yeah, he's playing himself. But he also is accompanied by characters that he's played. All right. Ready for this? Yes. Oh. 
So wait, what are, are you, what are you doing? The synop? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Is this the synopsis? Is this the screenplay? What is this? It's just a story. It's basically like reading a, a, a children's storybook. Okay. Okay. Cool. Like, <laughs> like you could do it as a script. Like if you ask it specifically to do a script, you can. I've I've done those, but this is a I, I, it's a Christmas story. This could be a book. You know, this mm. is like a book I'm reading to to like a child before he goes to bed. Oh, well, let me All get right. my blanket. Get your blanket ready. This is going to be a very cozy uh, story. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Twas the night before Christmas. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> we barely started. I know. I love it. All right. All right. Get ready for it. Get ready. Yes. It's going to get ridiculous. Yes. "'Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the North Pole, not a creature was stirring. Except for the evil organization Spectre, led by the notorious Blofeld, who had set his sights on taking over Santa's workshop. What? As the elves were wrapping gifts and the reindeer were enjoying some last-minute snacks, a shadowy figure approached the entrance. I'm a little disappointed this doesn't rhyme. I know it should. (laughs) But fear not. The one and only Sean Connery, in his dashing James Bond attire, emerged from the snowy wilderness. Well, well, Blofeld, he said with a sly grin. It seems you've been a naughty boy this year. Blofeld sneered and ordered his henchmen to attack, but Sean Connery was ready. From the shadows, another Sean Connery stepped forward, this time playing the legendary Highlander, complete with a sword and his unmistakable Scottish accent. What? Wait, that doesn't describe the Highlander. Hey, man, Chad, you try its best. Okay, Scottish accent. Sorry. Look, looks like it's time for a quickening, laddie. Highlander Connery <laughs> declared as he clashed swords with the Spectre henchman. <laughs> Meanwhile, inside the workshop, chaos ensued. Toys were flying, candy canes were swinging, and the workshop's resident inventor, Dr. Henry Jones Sr., also played by Sean Connery, was busy busy fashioning makeshift gadgets from toy parts. <laughs> Junior, pass me that candy cane in that toy robot. I've got an idea. <laughs> Dr. Jones shouted to his imaginary son, Indiana Jones, as played by none other than Sean Connery himself. <laughs> <laughs> with a candy cane grappling hook, a toy robot was a with a built-in laser and the finesse of James Bond, the trio of Sean Connery characters managed to defeat the Spectre henchman and infiltrate Blofeld's lair. Inside, they found Blofeld plotting to take control of Santa's sleigh and spread chaos across the world. But Sean Connery wasn't having any of it. With with the suave charm of James Bond, the immortal skills of Highlander, and the archaeologist wit of Dr. Jones, they outsmarted Blofeld at every turn. As the clock struck midnight, the battle reached its climax. Blofeld, defeated and deflated, tried to tried to escape through a secret passage, only to be confronted by a surprise guest. The submarine commander, Captain Marco Ramius, yet again portrayed by the one and only Sean Connery. Red October reporting for duty, Captain Ramius said, as he quartered Blofeld. With a swift and decisive move, he disarmed the villain and handed him over to the authorities. 
The North Pole was saved thanks to the unlikely team of Sean Connery characters. As they celebrated their victory, Sean Connery raised a glass and delivered his trademark line, Shaken, not stirred. And so, Christmas was saved, and the world could enjoy the holiday cheer, knowing that Sean Connery, in all his iconic roles, was there to ensure the peace on Earth and at the North Pole. The end. Oh, my God. What a story, right? Wow. (laughs) Oh, my God. And you had read this beforehand? Yes. Oh my God. And like we all and all movies we covered except for Red October. Oh my God. Oh my God. Like I didn't ask amazing. you to do like any specific movies as Sean Connery characters, and those are three characters they want us to to, to pull. It went with his most popular. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> wow. Wow, that was amazing. I'm, I'm like it's like like I just had sex. <laughs> I I'm just taken aback right now. I just my favorite line from the whole the whole story is Junior, pass for that candy cane and toy robot. I've got an idea. Doctor Jones shouted to his imaginary son. Also, played. also played by Sean Connery. <laughs> Everyone is played by Connery. Oh like, my they god! They didn't even put they didn't put Harrison Ford in it. They're like. Uh, and I like to imagine the Blofeld was the Diamonds Are Forever Blofeld because that's the only Blofeld that could do this story, I think. Oh my god. Yes, it would have to be Charles Gray. Though, yes. in my mind, the whole time, I was thinking Christoph Waltz. That would be, that would have been good too. <laughs> Which, because just like, he's the most villainous of them all, I think, in terms mm-hmm. of actors, because he's. And I would Chris, I would believe that thing. he was trying to take over North Pole. Yeah. Or 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 Pleasance. Mm. Oh yeah, that'd be good too. That was amazing. But that's my story, man. I'm sticking to it. I oh what a ride that was on. That so I've been saying for this whole podcast that the AI is fine as long as money isn't an issue. And ah. Oh, I'm I'm starting to embrace this new world we live in. Uh, well, I don't I, I don't wanna... support it taking writers' jobs. Of course, I of I course. want writers to be paid for their amazing ideas because this is just clearly just pulling off uh, our things that already exist. You know. What I mean? Oh yeah. Um. So because I had that thought, um, that I was disappointed that it didn't rhyme. I'm just going to input something real quick and have it rewrite this script so that it rhymes. Okay. All right, so Dylan, let's hear your story first to give us what you fed into the machine and then give us what the machine gave gave back to you. Okay, so mine's going to be multi-layered. Ooh. And we could do... All right. So as I said, um, I was a little... As soon as it said "Twas the night before Christmas and all through the house... It set me up thinking that this whole story was going to rhyme, and I was a little sad that it didn't. And now I realize that mine has to rhyme because of that. I must scratch the itch for rhyme. You know okay. what I mean? Okay. Uh, it's like poetry, it rhymes, to quote the genius of our time. Um, <clears throat> so I have two versions of the final result. 
we could do both of them or we could do the rhyming one or the one that doesn't rhyme or whatever. I, I don't know. Either way. I, I think just pick the one you, you, you want to okay. go with, We'll man. do with the rhyme. Okay. Because I, I have so much fun with this, I am going to read this to you, uh, the whole thing. <clears throat> I'm ready. Okay, so my Christmas pitch for chat GPT was... A 1983, because sort of the valiant, Christmas movie starring Sean Connery as Santa Claus. So 1983. It is a legal drama in which Santa is dealing with a breaking and entering slash emotional distress lawsuit from a disgruntled family that does not celebrate Christmas. He worries that he will not be able to make his Christmas deliveries as his trial dates overlap with the holidays. He accuses the courts and the family of being Grinches. So you can see I'm drawing from the news for this. <laughs> um, <laughs> Roger Moore plays his buffoonish lawyer. Oh! <laughs> Timothy Dalton plays the judge. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan and Daniel Craig play two investigative journalists determined to bring light to Santa's numerous tax evasion crimes. George Lazenby cameos as a jury member. <laughs> Meanwhile, the elves are planning a trip to the capital to support Santa, leaving the toys unmade, and Christmas may be canceled for good. Oh man, I think you I think you might have a better story here. I'm ready for it. Okay, so this is what ChatGPT gave me because I realized I forgot I wanted it as a screenplay. So this is what it gave me as a synopsis. So I'm gonna read that and then I'm gonna go into the screenplay. Okay. Okay, so here's ChatGPT's response. <clears throat> it seems like you've created a unique and entertaining Christmas movie concept with a legal twist. While I must clarify that such a movie doesn't actually exist, it's a fun idea to imagine how these iconic actors from the James Bond franchise would portray their roles in a festive legal drama. <laughs> here's a brief overview of the potential plot. Title. Santa's Defense. <laughs> Synopsis: In the quaint town of North Polton, Santa. Cla- oh, I'm sorry. I've never. I have not read this. This is brand new it? to me. Okay. In the quaint town of North Polton, Santa Claus, Sean Connery, finds himself facing an unexpected legal battle just weeks before Christmas. A family that doesn't celebrate Christmas finds files a breaking and entering emotional distress lawsuit against him. Concerned about missing his Christmas deliveries, Santa hires a quirky lawyer, played by Roger Moore, to represent him in court. The judge, played by Timothy Dalton, takes the case seriously and the courtroom drama unfolds. Meanwhile, investigative journalists portrayed by Pierce Brosnan and Daniel Craig are determined to expose Santa's alleged tax evasion crimes. As the trial progresses, Santa accuses the family and the legal system of being Grinches who want to ruin Christmas for everyone. His lawyer, played by Roger Moore, adds humor to the legal proceedings with his buffoonish antics. In the North Pole, the elves, worried about Santa's predicament, decide to make a journey to the capital to support him. With the elves away, the toy production comes to a halt, jeopardizing Christmas for children all around the world. <clears throat> To add a touch of Bond nostalgia, George Lazenby makes a cameo appearance as a jury member. The movie weaves together the courtroom drama, investigative journalism, and the chaos in the North Pole, creating a heartwarming and humorous Christmas tale. Will Santa Claus 
win the trial and save Christmas? Or will the family and journalists succeed in exposing his alleged tax evasion crimes? Santa's defense combines legal intrigue, festive cheer, and the charm of iconic James Bond actors to deliver a -a one-of-a-kind holiday experience. Wow. (laughs) One-of-a-kind? Yeah. It's kind of a mix of, like, the Santa Claus. It's like the Santa Claus of Tim Allen mixed with, like... I don't know. It's uh, I think it's brilliant. Okay, this actually isn't that long. I think I'm just going to read both of them. All right. That's okay. Hit me with it. This is a good Okay. Skill. So, I I lost the first chat for some reason, so I re-entered that and said, "Can you give me a screenplay based off that?" And so I'll read that one first and then I'll read the one that rhymes because they're very short. Okay. Interior. All right, hold on. You know what? I'm going to make this an audio drama, a Christmas audio drama. (laughs) (sighs) Interior, North Polton Town Hall, day. The quaint town of North Polton is bustling with festive decorations. In the town hall, a stern judge, played by Timothy Dalton, sits at his bench as Santa Claus, Sean Connery, looks worried. Exterior, North Polton Courthouse, day. Paparazzi surround the courthouse as Santa, accompanied by his quirky lawyer, Jolly Roger, (laughs) by Roger Moore, (laughs) steps out. The journalists, Jack Frost, Pierce Brosnan, and Holly Noel, played by Daniel Craig, snap photos and ask provocative questions. Oh. Interior, Jolly Roger's law office, night. Jolly Roger reviews the case files with Santa, sipping cocoa. Jolly Roger. This is a tough nut, Santa, but we'll crack it. I've never lost a case. Interior, North Pole, workshop, day. Elves frantically work to make toys, but with Santa away, chaos ensues. Sassy Elf, voiceover, encourages the others. Sassy Elf. We've got to save Christmas ourselves! Is that sassy? I don't know. That's sir. We've we've got to save Christmas ourselves! (laughs) There we go, that's sassy. (laughs) Interior, courtroom, day. The trial begins. Judge Dalton sternly addresses the courtroom. This is not a laughing matter. Christmas or not, the law applies to everyone. How's my Dalton? Not bad. It's like it's like older Dalton. Mm. I'm trying my best here. Interior, Jolly Roger's law office. Later, Jolly Roger prepares for a quirky legal strategy. We'll turn this courtroom into a winter wonderland, Santa. Interior, North Fulton Courthouse. Day, montage. Jolly Roger's antics in court bring laughter and confusion. Jack Frost and Holly Noel investigate Santa's alleged crimes, finding unexpected clues. <clears throat> Exterior, North Polton Town Square, night. The elves arrive in town, ready to support Santa. Carolers sing in solidarity. Interior, courtroom, final day. Santa takes the stand, passionately defending Christmas. They want to take away the joy, the magic. I won't let them. Exterior, North Polton Courthouse, day. The verdict is in. The town gathers anxiously. Judge Dalton. 
in the spirit of the season, I find Santa not guilty. Cheers erupt and Santa and Jolly Roger share a triumphant smile. Interior, North, North Polton Town Hall, night. The town celebrates with a grand Christmas feast. Jack Frost and Holly Noel realize the true meaning of Christmas. Jack Frost, maybe we've been Grinches all along. Exterior, North Pole, day. The elves return to the North Pole with Santa, who thanks Jolly Roger for saving Christmas. Exterior, North Pole workshop, day, montage. Elves work tirelessly, catching up on toy production. Christmas is saved. Interior, North Polton Town Square, night. The town comes together for a magical tree lighting ceremony. Santa, with Jolly Roger by his side, wishes everyone a Merry Christmas. Fade out. As the credits roll, George Lazenby in a Santa's hat gives a thumbs up from the jury box. Santa's Defense, a festive legal comedy featuring the charm of James Bond legends. Uh, Okay, so then I said, thank you, can you please rewrite this script so that everything is in rhyme? Uh, Well, I said so that the dialogue is in rhyme, excuse me. And then it made everything in rhyme. So now I'm going to read it again in rhyme. It's better this way. I'll leave out the interior exteriors. The town, decked in festive delight, where Santa, Sean Connery, stands facing his plight. The stern judge, Timothy Dalton, presides as worry in Santa's eyes abides. Surrounded by flash and the camera's glare, Santa and Jolly Roger step out with care. The journalists, Frost and Noel, ask questions rare, capturing the moment, creating a stir in the air. In the cozy office where cocoa is sipped, Jolly Roger reviews, not a detail is skipped. Jolly Roger. This legal nut is tough to crack, but fear not, Santa, we'll fight back. Elves work in a frenzy, making toys with glee, but with Santa away, there's chaos to see. We'll save Christmas ourselves, you'll see! (laughs) The trial unfolds in rhyme and jest as Judge Dalton insists on legal zest. No laughing matter, this courtroom test. Christmas or not, law stands the best. Preparing for court with a whimsical plan, Jolly Roger schemes like a mischievous man. We'll turn this courtroom into a winter delight making everyone laugh and keeping it light. (laughs) Jolly Roger's antics, a comic display, laughter and confusion filling the day. Elves arrive, determined and bright, ready to support Santa, their hearts taking flight. Santa takes the stand with passion so grand, defending Christmas across the land. They want to take away the joy, the magic. I won't let them. It would be tragic. Verdict announced, the town breathes a sigh. Santa's not guilty, no need to cry. In the spirit of the season, I find Santa not guilty with good reason. The town gathers for a grand feast, celebrating the victory. A holiday feast. What? 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 Jack Frost, maybe we've been Grinches. Our hearts not the lightest. 
And Elves and Santa return with joy to the North Pole. No more ploy. Elves work tirelessly, catching up on toy production. Christmas saved. A grand production. <laughs> what? Hold on. The tree light the tree lighting ceremony. Oh, a magical of sight. Santa and Jolly Roger spreading delight. As the credits roll, George Lazenby in a Santa hat <laughs> gives a thumbs up. A moment so sprat. Santa's defense, a rhyme in time, a festive legal comedy where every word is a chime. The end. Tremendous. I like the first one better. The yeah. rhyming, the rhyming was kind of disappointing. Yeah, I was disappointed there wasn't rhyme, and then I was disappointed that there was rhyme. <laughs> they rhyme production it. with production and feast with feast. Hey, chat GPT can only go so far. <laughs> that was fun. That was that was a lot of fun. Uh. So, uh, listeners, let us know what was your favorite story. Winner gets. I, I want. Wait, what does the winner get? The uh, eight ma- maids of Milken. I don't know. Anyways, uh, I'm I'm putting in something real quick. <laughs> I knew I knew you were gonna like go nuts on this thing and like want to do a bazillion stories. <laughs> no, I'm I'm putting in. Can you please? Write me an eight-line Sean Connery Christmas poem. That's okay. it. That's okay. that's what I'm doing. You want to do the same? Sure. See what it gives you. Uh, I, I guess I have to throw in one other criteria. Okay. You want to go first? Or you want me to go first? I'll I'll, I'll try. Okay. Yeah. What was your what was your what was your input? Wow! It did it again. I just said, can you write me an eight-line Sean Connery Christmas poem? And this is the same thread as the story, so I think it's taking that into account. Mm. Here's my eight lines. In a tuxedo so sleek, need the moon's silver sheen, Sean Connery arrives, a true Christmas screen. What? With Bond's wit, Highlander's might, and Joan Sr.'s glee, oh he fights off the darkness, setting the North Pole free. <laughs> Spectre may plot, but Connery prevails in a Yuletide adventure where laughter prevails. Oh, my God. <laughs> so raise a glass with a Scottish cheer. Merry Christmas to all with Connery near. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I, that is ridiculous. It was super, super ridiculous. I so, like the, in the Yuletide adventure where laughter prevails. I I guess so. I mean, I was laughing the whole time. It hurt me. <laughs> uh, All right, give well, us your eight lines. As soon as I realized I I can't just do Sean Connery Christmas poem because I need one other criteria, right? Sure. Uh, uh, so I made it. Can you please write me an eight line Sean Connery Christmas love poem about Mrs. Claus? Ooh. So Connery's got a crush on Mrs. Claus. All right. <clears throat> In North Poulton, where snowflakes dance so free, a tale unfolds of love, niece. 
of love neath the Christmas tree. Sean Connolly's Santa, in a suit so glad, whispers sweet nothings in Mrs. Claus's land. Her eyes like twinkling stars in the winter night, he wraps her in warmth, a love shining bright. In the workshop of love, their hearts align. Merry Christmas, dear Mrs. Claus, forever thine. Wow. I like it. I'm, I'm a little wet. Oh. From the snow. Oh, of course. I got wow. one more I want to do. Okay. What's your what's the prompt I need to enter here for this? I'm I'm entering it right now on. Okay. Uh it's gonna be a surprise. <laughs> Alright, you guys are oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so I ha asked ChatGPT, can you write me a Christmas story about Mario and Dylan? The hosts of Connery Curious, the podcast where they review all of Sean Connery's movies, include Sean Connery meeting Mario and Dylan. That's another long one. I'm oh gonna... my god. Can, just... you, can you just put copy and paste that in the chat and send it to me so I can just input the same thing and see what it gives me? Alright. Alright, so I'll, I'll read mine as you're entering in yours. Okay. Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the studio... Mario and Dylan, hosts of Connery Curious, preparing for a special holiday episode. They had decided to review their favorite Sean Connery Christmas movie, and little did they know that their festive episode was about to take an unexpected turn, as they always do. As Mario and Dylan were setting up their microphones and adjusting their Santa hats, a mysterious presence filled the room. Suddenly, the studio door swung open, and in walked none other than legendary Sean Connery himself, what? looking as dashing as ever in a finely tailored suit. Merry Christmas, lads. Yes! Sean Connery boomed, a twinkle in his eye. Mario and Dylan could hardly believe their luck as they exchanged wide-eyed glances. Uh... Mr. Connery, this is an absolute honor, Mario exclaimed, shaking Sean Connery's hand with enthusiasm. Dylan, always the cool and collected one, managed to stammer out a polite greeting. Sean Connery chuckled warmly. I'm not I... the cool and collected one. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Connery chuckled warming, warm, warmly. I couldn't resist joining the festivities and sharing some stories about my Christmas movie, uh, Escapage. <laughs> Uh, Wait, that's the name of the movie? No, his movie... So, sorry, let me read it again. His Christmas uh, movie, uh, Sean, Sean Connery chuckled warmly. I couldn't resist joining the festivities and sharing some stories about my Christmas movie escapage. Mind if I shit in for the podcast? Not the at all, sir. <laughs> the host, still in shock, eagerly nodded, and the impromptu recording session began. Sean Connery uh, regaled them... With tales of filming holiday classics, sharing behind-the-scenes uh, anecdotes, and left Mario and Dylan hanging on every word. 
As the podcast unfolded, the trio discovered a shared passion for storytelling, laughter, and of course, Sean Connery movies. <laughs> they delved into the magical world of Christmas cinema, discussing the joy of revisiting timeless classics and nostalgia that each film brought to the holiday season. In the midst of their spirited conversation, there was a knock on the studio door. When it opened, a production assistant handed each of them a cup of hot cocoa, complete <laughs> with festive marshmallows and a sprinkle of cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> the cozy atmosphere and the warmth of the cocoa enhanced the magical moment, making it feel like a Christmas miracle. As the podcast episode came to a close, Sean Connery expressed his gratitude for the warm welcome and shared a heartfelt wish for a Merry Christmas to all the Connery Curious listeners. The hosts, still in awe of the unexpected turn of events, thanked Sean for his generosity and unforgettable holiday memory. With a twinkle in his eye, Sean Connery bid them farewell, disappearing into the night with a hearty laugh that echoed through the studio. <laughs> and also, and so, Mario and Dylan wrapped up their special Christmas episode with a newfound appreciation for the magic of the season and the joy that unexpected encounters can bring. As they signed off, they couldn't help but marvel at the extraordinary Christmas tale they had just experienced. A story that would be retold on future episodes of Connery <laughs> Curious, becoming a cherished part of their podcast lore. The end. Oh my god. Oh, oh my god. Perfect. Oh. Perfect. Wow. <laughs> makes you wish it was really true man that's like that's like a dream movie like, like that'd be oh a dream my man god okay okay that would be that would be amazing what a oh. time that would be oh and the hot, hot cocoa, cocoa sounds good not even drink hot cocoa oh. and that sounds killer right now <laughs> uh. i wonder who the production assistant was we don't have a production assistant yeah who's our well that just means we're doing really well i guess yeah in, yeah. in, in, in this in this world we're doing great it is writing it right now and here is the prompt I gave it <clears throat> can you please write me a Christmas story you gotta be nice to chat GPT Mario use please and thank yous that'd be nice <laughs> can you please write me a Christmas story about Mario and Dylan the hosts of Connery Curious the podcast where they review all of Sean Connery's movies being recruited by Sean Connery himself to defeat the Nazis once and for all, save Christmas, and make it back in time to do the podcast with Connery as a guest. And please make the whole story rhyme. They don't have to be complicated <laughs> rhymes. Thank you. Oh, my God. Oh, let's okay. go. I want to see what this, this, this shows us. Here we go. <clears throat> Towards the night before Christmas, in a podcasting lair, Mario and Dylan... Hosts with flair. They reviewed Sean Connery, each movie in line, on Connery Curious, their podcast divine. The mic stood ready, the headphones were worn, when suddenly a sound like a car horn. A portal appeared, swirling with light, and out stepped Sean Connery, a legendary sight. Boys, he said with a twinkle in his eye. I've got a mission, and time's passing by. The Nazis are stirring, causing trouble and fright. 
We need to stop them and set things right. Mario and Dylan, wide-eyed and keen, listen to Connery, the iconic screen. Again with the iconic screen. We'll do what we can, the duo declared, with courage and podcasting gear well prepared. In an instant, they found themselves in a war. Nazis and snowflakes, a sight to explore. Connery led the way, a true action star, fighting evil near and far. Through snowy landscapes and battles intense, Mario and Dylan, they made no pretense. They fought side by side with the legend himself against evil forces like elves on a shelf. What? What? With gadgets and quips, Connery's style, they thwarted the Nazis with a Christmas smile. (laughs) Santa's sleigh rescued them as the night turned to day. I've got a schedule, Connery did say. Back in the podcasting lair they appeared, exhausted but victorious, their mission revered. The mic was waiting, the headphones intact, as they recorded their podcast, a memorable act. Sean Connery joined, a guest with prestige, sharing tales and laughs, a holiday feast, but... The story they told of Nazis cheer. A Christmas adventure for all to hear. So here's to Mario, Dylan, and Sean Connery too. Defeating the Nazis. A task they'd undo? What? <laughs> we, had to, we undid it? No. No. <laughs> Christmas was saved. The podcast was grand. A tale of heroes in a faraway land. That was fun. That was weird. <laughs> I didn't love it. Yeah, at least mine had like a <laughs> pretty straight story. Yeah. I think you gave it too much information. I did. Like... <laughs> I did. I got to stop with this rhyme. That's what it is, the rhyming. <laughs> but it's Christmas. Everything rhymes at Christmas. I suppose. Surely you can't dismiss this. <laughs> uh, uh. All right. Well, I think that's a good place to start wrapping it up. And speaking of wrapping it up, let's talk about gifts. Who all do you right. have in your family to give gifts to? Or in your so, circle to get like friends, family? Give me five. Five people you're giving gifts to. I don't even think I have that many I'm giving gifts to. Definitely my wife. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> Uh, he, he, well, by the time this comes out, he probably he'll, he'll know. But uh, my brother-in-law is my secret Santa partner, and um, then I'll say my mom and my dad. I'll say those four. No fifth, no fifth person you'd give a gift to. Uh, man, I'm tight on cash this, this Christmas, man. <laughs> but no, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say I'll say you. I'll say you. That's what I was hoping you'd say because you're one of mine. <laughs> no. So I've got my mother, my brother, my sister, Nicole, and you. Oh, well, that's sweet. Yeah. It's so okay. uh, we'll go one at a time? Sure. All right. Let's start with uh, our moms. Yeah, let's do our moms. Let's do All right. 
Um, Let's not do that. Yeah, well, let's not do our moms. I, 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 as soon as I said it, I said, fuck, man. Speaking of AI, I love all the AI covers of Doing Your Mom. <laughs> like all the AI, for, like the Beatles sing Doing Your Mom. Oh, my God. Uh, but okay, yeah, so moms. Um, mine's pretty easy. So during Connery films, we'd, we'd get, like, DVDs, we'd get them. Yes. Blu-rays or whatever. Uh, that was easy for me because that's... Um, It'd be uh, first night because that's the, her favorite. Like it's between that and like the James Bond movies, but she loves first night. And I think I mentioned that on pod when we essentially did it. And I was like, yeah, that's her favorite movie. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I'll get her like a nice collector's edition if they had it, a first night or like a nice Steel Blu-ray, book, copy. Blu-ray, Steel Book Blu-ray of oh, yeah. first that's part night. Of, part of this, you got to specify what format. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Oh, so in that case, then no, I would get her a digital copy because she loves watching shit on her tablet. Okay. So I would get her a digital copy. Okay. With hopefully bonus features or something on it, you know, mm. to enjoy. So, All okay, right. yeah. How about your, how about Mama Jules? Well, for Mama Jules, I was tempted to say The Rock, but she's yeah, well, seen she, The she, Rock. She was, she was on that episode, yeah. Yeah, because she, was, because she was on that episode, I was tempted to say that, but she's seen The Rock. She's got so much to say about The Rock. I kind of want to give her something new. And I feel like I've talked about it so much around her. I would give her Sword of the Valiant. (laughs) A part of me said I would give everybody on my list that movie. (laughs) (laughs) No. The one I... (laughs) I mean, yes. Honestly, let's let's both agree that everyone on our list gets a copy of Sword of the Valiant. (laughs) On top of the other gift we want. Exactly, yes. Yes. And that pairs well with First Night. Both in yeah. terms of our episode chronology and just as pairings of King Arthur movies. Exactly. So, so yeah, I'll give my mom Sword of the Valiant, but I'm also going to give her Memories of Me. Oh, nice. Yeah. So. Okay. Because it's a film about losing fathers. We both lost our fathers. and mm. um, But it's also such a heartwarming film. Like, I loved that movie so much. Mm. So, and I, th- I think she would really enjoy it based on its uh, themes, and, okay. it, and, it, and the quality acting on all parts. So, all right, who's next for you? Uh, should we go significant others? What matches with us right now? Significant others. Significant others. Let's do that. So, uh, okay. So, what, so for, what are you giving Lee? Sort of the Valiant and what? <laughs> so, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to specify what format. I'm giving it to my. Uh, I'm giving. Um, uh, 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 memories of me on reel to reel. Okay. Yeah, it's like uh, she has to project it onto the wall. <laughs> okay. Then Perfect. it's more like a home movie. There you, you go. Know? Yeah. yeah eight millimeter. Fun. I'm sorry, reel to re- yeah, eight millimeter reel to reel. That's that's okay. fun. So what are you giving Lee? All right. Besides so Lee, Sword of the Valiant. Besides Sword of the Valiant, which is already the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> exactly. Um, like you cut its head off and it just plops it right back on. <laughs> I'd probably give her. Um, let's see. I think she would like um, the movie. She saw bits of it. The, I can't think of the name of it. The uh, Angelina Jolie film. Oh, um, playing by heart. The playing by heart. Mm. I remember she saw a couple bits of that when I was watching it. And she was kind of like, interested in it. So I feel like that's a, like, she likes a good romantic comedy, mm. and especially with the you know different variant like variants of 
relationship that we see in that, which of course, if you guys have watched the episode, guys, you know, spoilers, but it comes together at the end. Uh, I feel like she's she's she'd really enjoy that movie. Uh, so I'd give her a nice, uh, nice, nice Blu-ray copy mm. of that, so we can pop it into. Because we like to watch movies outside during the summer, so Blu-rays and DVDs are always great. Just pop it in, or a Fire Stick, but like nice Blu-ray, pop it into the PlayStation. Let's watch. Nice. Uh, and you have that hooked up to the projector. Outside. Yeah. Nice. And so we have a big screen outside that we put up, and uh, oh. Gotta come over for a movie. Some, we, we should we should do one of the Connery movies like that. Can we do that? Yeah. Well, uh, well, well once the weather, the weather gets nice. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> in the snow. One of the final. <laughs> well, maybe the final couple movies we can do as like outdoor viewings. Yeah, that could be fun. Yeah, we shoot. We can shoot it and everything. Yeah, it'd be great. I'm down for that. Hmm. Um, but okay. So uh, I was de- you- I was debating giving my mother playing by heart, but I f- I figured. Of the romantic comedies that we've seen that are less Connery centric, um, uh, 88's Memories of Me is probably a little more from um, like her range of actors that she enjoys a little bit more, mm, sure, rather, rather than the younger actors in Playing by Heart. Yeah, so I was debating that. Anyway, so for my significant other Nicole, I I'm going to give her Sword of the Valiant. <clears throat> nice. Now it's a real toss up for me here. I can't decide. Because she enjoys a sexy Connery. I'm tempted to say Great Train Robbery. You know what? Okay, so my, the other one I was going to say was Last Crusade. But I'm, I'm going to go with Great Train Robbery. Yeah, Great Train Robbery is the one I'm going to give Nicole. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to have a nice Blu-ray copy of that. Uh, and uh, she really enjoyed Dead Reckoning, mm-hmm. and because of that, I have a feeling she would really enjoy uh, Last Great, uh, First Great Train Robbery. Excuse me. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's what I'm giving her for Christmas. Perfect. All right. Well, who's next? Um, I think we're done with matching at this point. Yeah, because I have I have my dad, brother-in-law, and you. Okay. Uh, well, dad for dad is pretty easy because he's not really a big movie guy, but loves soccer. Oh. So I think easy money. Edinburgh. Edinburgh. <laughs> Edinburgh. He might enjoy Edinburgh too. Honestly, I think he would enjoy it. He likes that kind of stuff too. But definitely goal. Yeah. Uh, he you know he he. He he went to a World Cup. But I don't know which one he did. He went to, but because that one was in Spain that he covered. But um, he's a soccer fanatic. If you ever saw his man cave downstairs, just full of soccer jerseys and mm. cleats and memorabilia of sports in general. But he loves soccer, so I'd get him a nice uh, DVD copy because he still rocks a DVD player downstairs to watch his Portuguese bullfights. Nice. Uh, so he's uh, he's gonna get a DVD copy of Goal and of course Sword of Valiant because it's required. That's a good one. That's a good one. Thank you. Who do now, you got for my dad, I'm just gonna be forcing a, a Blu-ray into a bag of ashes. <laughs> um, but you know what? Hon- honestly. 
Honorable mention, my dad. Yeah, what would you give um, your dad? Tempted to say Highlander? Oh, you know what? Hunt for Red October. Nice. Yeah. I know we haven't watched that one yet, but that's a that is a great movie, and I know he loves it. Ah, uh, you know what? No, if we're trying to turn people onto movies they haven't seen, is that what we're trying to do here? I think. I mean, yeah. not necessarily, because it's gonna be because there's one I have lined up. Okay, you know what? Then for my dad, Murder on the Orient Express. Nice. Yep. There we go. Nice. That's that's what my dad gets for Christmas. Okay. Um. So. Do you want to go? And I'll I'll just I'll we'll just keep alternating. Yeah, I got. Uh, I'll do my brother for brother-in-law first, and I'll finish it off with yours. Okay. Uh, brother-in-law Alex, shout out to Alex. He likes a lot of he likes weird stuff. I think he he, he likes a good movie. Uh, I've 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 watched all the Connery Bonds with him at one point, and he liked about half of them. Um, but he also likes a good weird movie, mm. and. I would say Sir Billy, but we haven't seen it yet. Yeah, um, we don't. We don't know if we want to subject other people to that. I think I would. I, I subjected him to the Cat in a Hat with Mike Myers, for God's sakes. Uh, but I think, well, I think we'll stick with movies that we've seen, and I think a close second for weirdness scale would be Zardoz. So I think Alex would be would enjoy Zar if he hasn't seen it. I don't know if he's if he has seen it. I don't think he has. Uh, but that's something I might try to show him. Maybe I'll show it to him during Christmas break. Be like, hey, you want to see a weird movie? And then show him Zardoz. Um, that's a good weird movie. But, but yeah, we'll the give him Zardoz. The gun is good. The penis is evil. Penis is evil. Got to teach him young. <laughs> Even though he's like only a few years younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, there you go. All right, I'm going to cover my brother and sister all in one swoop. They live right. together, so they get the shared copy of... Uh, Sword of the Valiant. My brother also gets Murder on the Orient Express because he's a phenomenal actor. And that film is filled with phenomenal actors. And because it's beautiful, Blu-ray. And the same, my sister will also get a Blu-ray copy of Highlander. Because I was sad that she couldn't join us on this episode, but due to her schedule, she just couldn't watch it in time. And she's never seen it before. And I have a feeling that she would fucking love it. Mm. So, yeah. So, he gets Murder on the Orient Express. She gets Highlander. And they both get a copy of Sword of the Valiant for their apartment. Of course. All righty. Now, we we give gifts to each other. Uh, each other? Okay. All right. I thought about this. Oh, boy. And I think, I think, I think it's going to work. Obviously, Sword of Valiant. Uh, but I think it's very fitting, and I think this is going to be fitting as well. Uh, I think it's a very this is a very special movie for us, and uh, it's one we liked a lot. I think uh, I'm going to get you if if it exists in the world, the Steel Book Collected Edition of Man Who Would Be King, because that's that's like our first movie that we saw together during the show. Yeah. Uh, we talk about it all the time. Uh, that and Sword of Valiant are both like two of our favorite movies uh. that we've done. So I think I'm going to get you in a collector edition of of that. Maybe I'll come with a poster or something. Oh, I, I love, love it! I love, love that it. poster. 
Thank you, Mario. I love my gift. You're very I love my gift. Thank you. Now, what'd you get me? Oh, what did I get you? Sir Billy. I'm just kidding. And it's pumped directly into your brain, and you can't escape it. It's it's installed into my brain every time I fall asleep. Every time I fall asleep, I see that movie play out. That and Highlander and The Quickening on repeat. Highlander 2. Oh, man. No, what am I going to give you, Mario? I, I've I've had to think about this as well. Well, turns out I did get you something. Mario, I bought back your copy of Action of the Tiger. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I've no. missed it so much. No. Um... My shelf feels so empty. <laughs> Which, by the uh, way, King Kong is right here, ready to be watched. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Do you unwrap it? I did. I wrapped it. I wanted to see. Yeah. There's only two discs, which is cool. Yeah. I'm the, guessing the, the the Peter Jackson one is on one Jackson's disc. Jackson's by the, itself, and then, the, yeah. and then you have both on the other disc. The other so two was, add up to the length of the Peter Jackson one. Basically. Not even, I don't think. Um, I think... Honestly, yeah, Mario, I think... You know, I know it's a little cliche, but I think the best gift for you, I'm going to give you a Blu-ray copy of Sword of the Valiant. Okay. But you're going to get a 4K steelbook special edition loaded with bonus features release. And the bonus features are all in at least 720, you know? They've all been upscaled from the original DVD release. Okay. Of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Nice. I know I, it's a little cliche, but boy, I know you love that film. Yeah, I I, I love it, and I, I was thinking about that for a few people too. But I was like, you know, also kind of cliche. But no, I I can watch that movie anytime, anytime. Mm. I love it. So that's and I I love get, receiving that gift. So thank you. And I love you, Mario. And I love you, brother. What what a year it's been. What a year, dude. We have been doing Connery Curious for a whole year at this point. When did we start, exactly? Googling, Googling. Let's see. Let's see. Our first episode. We just put out episode 44. Good Lord. Our first episode, Mario, episode 000. Was January first. Wow! So we're coming up on the on the year. We have been doing this podcast for almost a year. Wow! We're ringing in the new year with diamonds are forever. Look at that! Oh man, crazy! This a, yeah, this has been a Christmas delight, Mario. What, what and a this delight! D- doing this podcast has been a delight, and I'm thankful for that. We didn't really do a Thanksgiving episode. Well, yeah, we did Darby O'Gill, but I didn't. I didn't stress how thankful I am to do this podcast with you. Uh, I'm thankful too, man. This has been too much fun. Like just the, just the stuff we've gotten ourselves into, the the friends we've made with yeah. this show has been crazy. It's just like cool to get like you know we have people that like want to be on this show like multiple times and shit, and they want to like. They, they they listen. They listen to the they show. They interact. People, they make yeah. art for the show. Yeah, it's that that was 
such a humbling experience. They send us voice memos of Sean Connery, <laughs> of them doing their Sean Connery voices. Oh, yes. We've got some delightful ones in. Oh, yeah. So many, so much support, man. And we, we, uh, we, we, we were so, so grateful for all the support. And we're going to keep doing this. We still have the rest of the, up till about summertime, I think we kind of calculated mm. is the, the finish, the finishing the Connery saga. Yeah. At least by September, I think. Yeah. So a, a year from now. Where will we be? Will we, be well, we might be doing more movies or Roger Moore or Brosnan. We'll decide that when it comes. Do we like put it's... do we put them on a wheel? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Well, we have six months to figure it out. We have six months until then. Enjoy the the ride with us, man. We still have a ton of tremendous films to cover. Yeah. How, well, and let me go to the wheel so and see how many we actually have left on the wheel. Twenty five. Twenty four, I believe. We still have Diamonds Are Forever. Yeah, so, so, 20, so 25. Yep. 25. Yep. <sighs> Almost In, there. Including man. Diamonds Are Forever. So including we have tw- 25 more episodes. So, you know, given a week here or there, we may have to take off to do some things. We should be wrapping up around the July or August mark. Yeah, just about that. Doing a Connery Curious Live event, perhaps? Oh, yes. Yeah. More details on that when it comes around but mm. all right man so i guess that's gonna do it for connery curious again it's been a connery curious christmas connery curious christmas we had some, we shared some fun stories uh some fun gifts and we love you people to the ends of the earth may your christmas be shiny and new may you have Many curious Connery experiences. And until next time, my friends, stay merry, stay bright, stay shiny and new. I've been Dylan Titus. And I've been Mario Lima. And as always, folks, oh, 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 stay curious. <laughs> <laughs> listening to Connery Curious, a Titus Compositions and Friggin' Media podcast. Follow us on social media for updates, memes, and clips. Find us on Twitter at CuriousPod007 and on Instagram at Connery Curious. You can also visit Titus Compositions at Titus Compositions to hear other podcasts and original music, watch music videos, or even pick up a great vinyl record. For more discussion and content about your favorite films, comics, games, and a network for all things nerdy, visit Friggin' Nerds Media on Twitter, at Friggin' Nerds. You can rate, review, and share the podcast in-app, which helps us grow the show and reach the other curious conneries out there. Thanks for spending time with us, and have a great day, but also, remember, stay curious.